Welcome to today's edition of the Blazing Grace Show with Jason Graves and Mike Janung. Blazing Grace covers blazing issues with grace-filled answers. Here are your hosts, Jason and Mike. Well, we're back here on the Blazing Grace Show. Another week flying solo for Jason Graves here with Mike Janung out with one of those itises, bronchitis, laryngitis. Please pray for him. But we are very excited to be back in the studio with Tammy Maltby. Hey. Welcome back, Tammy. Hey, thanks, Jason. Good to be with time. you. Yeah. yeah. Last show was very, very compelling. We're talking about your story and your book, Confessions of a Good Christian Girl, The Secrets Women Keep and the Grace that saves him. Of course, you know, being the Blazing Grace Show, we love to hear about God's grace. And so, <laughs> so do I. <laughs> amen. Well, let's just dive right in. Last week, we, we talked about your story and how, you know, you, you battled with uh, suicidal tendencies. And, um, you know, you, you talked about things that we run to that are safe and familiar, that are often really mere illusions. And how sometimes when we've been sinned against, we react with sin right. or sinful attitudes. But I want to hear a little bit more about when you mentioned last week your own uh, form of brokenness. Right. Talk a little bit about that. Let us let, let, let our listeners know uh, just about your life and sort of model that authenticity for them about that area for you. Well, because the outside of my life looked very successful, um, I was doing it and still am doing a women's um, television show in Chicago. Mm -hmm. It was syndicated all over the country, actually all over the world. Mm -hmm. I had written several books, and I was speaking to tens of thousands of women every year. Mm -hmm. And the illusion of that was pretty zipped up. Um, You know, I had four great kids. I had a very high-profile husband. Mm -hmm. Um, It looked like everything was zipped up for Tammy. Right. And so the reality of why I wrote Confessions of a Good Christian Girl was the outside of my life did not mirror the inside of my life. What was really happening in the inside of my life, um, in my marriage, my uh, 20-plus year marriage to Butch, we had gone through some very significant issues Mm. uh, that were really difficult. I didn't want anyone to know my marriage was really struggling. Mm -hmm. Um, I had been married and divorced as a young woman uh, by the time I was 22. Mm -hmm. And so here I am now after 20 plus years of being married married to my husband and the fear that I could lose that marriage, that what would people think? Think. What would people think? And especially because I live in this cesspool, so to speak, Mm -hmm. of Christendom, Mm -hmm. and that everything was about image. Everything was about how you made God look. Are Mm -hmm. you making God look good? Are Mm -hmm. you making the gospel look good? Right. And so then in my, um, several years ago, I started going through a perimetopause, really, which was young for me. I was in my early 40s. But it's, it just started doing crazy things to my body. I mm-hmm. lost a massive amount of weight. Mm-hmm. I became very depressed. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, I was dealing with some very serious issues in my marriage. And, um, and the combination of all those things put me into a tailspin where one day, um, after fixating on heaven, and I never wanted to kill myself, I just didn't want to live anymore. I just wanted the pain to be over. I wanted the suffering over. I just wanted to be with Jesus Mm -hmm. in heaven. Mm -hmm. And and so I found myself in one of the lowest parts of my life after um, really fixating on going to heaven, where I went out to my garage 
and started my car. Mm. Now, here I am, a woman, I mean, a perky, happy-go-lucky, basically mm-hmm. everything I had done in my life turned to gold right. kind of person. And the pain of sin that had been done against me, mm-hmm. the pain of my own personal sin collided with the reality of my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I could no longer manage trying to keep the lid on the reality of my life. Right, right. So and, basically, your life almost disintegrated. Absolutely. And in that word disintegrated is the word integrated. And <laughs> yes. the root of that is integrity. So you were struggling with some integrity. Yes, you know, external, huge integrity issues. External versus yes. internal. There was. I'm hearing some pride there. Huge pride. Yeah. I, I, in fact, I think pride is the chief accuser. Mm-hmm. The ch- Pride is the issue. When you look at when Jesus dealt with sin, right. you know, he didn't, he really didn't spend a lot of time on sexual sin. He mm-hmm. really didn't spend a lot of time on moral and ethical sin. Mm-hmm. He spent a lot of time talking about pride. Mm. He talked about not caring for the poor, not caring for the widows, not doing, not being Christ to those people, but coming right. in that pharisaical thought that mm-hmm. that could never happen to me. That could never happen to me because my ducks are all in a row. Well, when your ducks have been all in a row and it still happens to you, Mm -hmm. you have to deal with your life. You have to deal with either you reveal yourself and the truth of your life or you die in that process. And that's where I was literally at coming to terms with my own brokenness, my own confession, Mm -hmm. because confessions are not just the sins. They're not just the confession um, of the the dirty deeds, Mm -hmm. so to speak. A confession is also a profession. Mm -hmm. It is, it is a confession of our faith. Our confession is, but for the grace of God, go any of us in any area of sin. But because his grace is there, we can make a choice for life. And in fact, that attempt to end my life was supernaturally, um, uh, there was an intervention of someone that had called me on my cell phone while I was in the car. Mm -hmm. And this person said, I pick up my cell phone. And the Lord's it's just an amazing story, but mm-hmm. even why I picked up my cell phone. And this person said, the, the Holy Spirit has told me that you are in immediate danger. Wow. Your life is wow. in danger. So kind of like in your book here, I love what you said about a word of grace for God's Christian girls. Not there, but, but, uh, but for the grace of God go I, but there in the grace of God we've traveled together and wasn't God right right there with you in that story intervening and we need that awareness. And that's even God takes the little we have, Jason, that's the story Mm -hmm. of the gospel. He takes whatever little bit of faith you have Mm -hmm. left, Mm -hmm. whatever little bit of courage you can muster up, Mm -hmm. whatever little bit you offer in faith, to a loving father, he takes that little mm-hmm. and he makes it much. Right. And that's the story of the gospel. It's mm-hmm. not cleaning ourselves all up to look good for God, right. presenting ourselves as Mm-mm. a snappy little package, Mm-mm. because that's where the pride is. The mm-hmm. pride is that we actually right. think we, we have something. We've got it all together. That, right. we, well, well, but, that we have anything to offer to yeah. God. Well, I mean, doesn't scripture say that in our weaknesses, he's proven strong? Yeah. I mean, he shows his strength. When we're willing to be known and real 
about our stuff. Yeah, and Jason, if we have really deep stuff, God's greatness, yeah. His in our weakness, He is strong. I always say, in my weakness, God gets to be a big show-off. Yeah, amen. <laughs> and it's a choice. It's yeah, a choice. You know, you does. talked about wanting to give up. Yeah. But let's talk about persevering. Yeah. Because there's a, oh, a real a power issue. in persevering. What does it take for Christian women to, when they're ready to give up, push through and persevere through this, through their stuff. Right. And that's a huge issue. You know, um, recently I was going through, continuing to go through some of the battles that um, I struggle with. And um, in fact, it was a really dark day for me. And I was going down a road called Roller Coaster Road. Mm. And I thought, well, that's what my life feels like. (laughs) That's the picture. And I was going down Roller Coaster Road, and I was flying down this road. It's It's, in Black Forest, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a great road. But um, I was really discouraged. Mm -hmm. And I said, Lord, I am tired. Mm. I'm worn out. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of being a good Christian girl. I'm sick of making good choices. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm worn out. When are you going to deliver me from the Egypt mm-hmm. of my life? Right. I am, I'm tired of the slavery. I'm tired of the bondage. I mean, right. I really want the promised land. Yeah. And I was crying out to God. And I always tell women that God can handle your emotions. You Amen. can actually cry out yeah. to God, literally. Yeah. And, um, and the Holy Spirit said, Tammy... I've called you to a ministry mm-hmm. of deeper still. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is deeper still? Yeah. <laughs> what is that all about? Yeah, if I'm on roller coaster road know, now, what road is that going to be? Exactly. <laughs> and I'm a pretty practical, down to earth woman. Yeah. And so I said, what is a ministry of deeper still? Wow. And the Holy Spirit said, remember that woman you mm. interviewed whose only child she lost to leukemia? Hmm. She was five years old when she died, and she ended up starting this amazing foundation and did so much out of the brokenness of losing this Mm -hmm. child. Well, who is going to comfort, encourage the woman who's lost this one child? Mm -hmm. Then the woman that I interviewed, who all four of her children were killed in a car crash Mm -hmm. by a drunk driver. Now, she buried all four of her children. I mean, put your arms around that in one day. Right. All four of her children were gone. Right. Who ministers to the woman who's lost one, mm-hmm. but the woman who's lost all? Right. And then I said to the Holy Spirit, but Lord, who's going to be there for me mm-hmm. when I get to the end of this pit? Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit said, I am mm. deeper still. Wow. And those deepest moments of discouragement, Mm -hmm. when there's no one there to encourage us, Mm -hmm. when we feel isolated and and alone, no one knows the sacrifices Mm -hmm. that you are making Mm -hmm. to walk with the Lord, to continue to persevere in a difficult marriage, or continue to pray for your kids that you know are addicts. You know your kids are going off the cliff. There is something in you that says, Lord, how long? Mm -hmm. How deep is this pit going to be? And the Holy Spirit says, no matter how deep. And no matter how long, I am deeper still. There is wow. no pit deeper than me. Wow. And that lesson, God has continued to reveal to me in my life. Tammy, mm-hmm. I'm deeper than the circumstances of information that you're just finding out. Right. Or shame that you're just going to have to deal with. Right. I am deeper than the pit that you find yourself in. Wow. Praise God. Well, listen, if you're just tuning in, this is the Blazing Grace Show. And we're visiting right. with Tammy Maltby. 
who is the host of Aspiring Women. And she's been featured on Focus on the Family, Family Life Today with Dennis Rainey, Life Today with James and Betty Robinson, and, and many other venues, a, a media personality that's lent her talent here today to our show to reach out to the women out there who may also be struggling with sort of this plastic Christianity, right. wearing oh, yes. the mask and trying to, in our pride, keep up an image, thinking that that's what God really wants, when what he really wants is not image, it's intimacy. Yes. He wants intimacy with us. And you know, there's something about that stillness. You know, you talked about how much energy it took to keep up that oh, person or so that mass. But oh, yeah, my. listen to the word stillness. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a restful word. And mm-hmm. doesn't Jesus say, hey, my yoke is easy yeah. and my burden is light. Right. And so if, if, you're, if you're not in touch with that easiness and that lightness, isn't that, Tammy, a good sign that maybe right. you need to look at, hey, how can I get that stillness? And you know, if you need a copy of uh, Tammy's book, listen, uh, Confessions of a Good Christian Girl, it's The Secrets Women Keep and the Grace That Saves Them. You can go to Amazon.com and type in Tammy Maltby. That's M-A-L-T-B-Y. And listen to this. Uh, each chapter, I want to just kind of go over the chapters with you because mm-hmm. there's so so such a variety in here. There's talking about women who just need a word of grace. Women who are struggling with deep pain and even suicidality. Um, the secrets of sexual brokenness. Family violence and abuse. Divorce and failed relationships. Addiction. And you talk about a, a bunch of different yes, addictions in there. Right. Um, mental illness. Striving. Yeah. I mean, are you, are you being called or are you just being driven? Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a big difference oh, there. Oh, absolutely. Um, chronically discouraged. Those who really need that deeper still adventure of being God's Christian girl. And, and the appendix is what I love in here, Tammy. And you put in here resources for good right. Christian girls. And every chapter, you're putting uh, books in there and resources for each one of those issues we just described. Resources. Things like Brennan Manning's book, uh, you know, Troubled With website, uh, on and on. Stephen Arterburn's book, uh, some of my favorites, Philip Yancey, Le- Larry Crabb. So you've really kind of gone out there not just to sell a book right but you're really authentically trying to help women talk a little bit about that that one thing in there we mentioned that doesn't get discussed a lot because of maybe the shame around it female sexual addiction i know that you've learned a thing or two about that in in the process of writing this book well, female sex addiction is its almost a misnomer, I think, in many people's mind. They can't put female with sex addiction. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like male sex addi- addiction. But um, in the stories that I have done, and it's a very compelling chapter mm-hmm. on the sexual brokenness, which yeah. is not just about addiction. It's also about women um, longing for love in all the wrong places right. uh, because they have been sexually abused as young women. They find themselves promiscuous as older women. Right. So once again, the sin done against them, they find themselves acting out in that sin. Right. So it's, it's, mul- it's many venues of sexual addiction or acting out or brokenness. I like yeah. to use the word brokenness right. because we all are broken in yeah. need of grace and mercy. And that emphasizes lives. the state of the individual rather Abs- than just the behavior. Thank you. We are all broken. That's right, exactly right. So um, what we have found, though, in this particular story, uh, or excuse me, this particular chapter uh-huh. on sexual addiction, it says that 50% of all Christian men and 20% of all Christian women are addicted to pornography. Wow. I would say that that probably is even higher because mm. we know that most people would never 
admit to it. Mm. We know in the church, certainly it is not a safe place. Right. But it does say that 60% of Christian women surveyed admitted to having significant struggles with lust and 40% admitted to being involved in sexual sin in the past year. Well, though I have to be very honest, I'm not, a, I have never struggled with sexual addiction, but I have a sexually broken past. Right. And there have been times in my life where I have had sex outside of marriage mm-hmm. to fulfill a longing of um, significance, right. of love, of being accepted, mm-hmm. and and that 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 has caused great wounding even throughout my life. I remember the day my teenage daughter, I was taking her to cheerleading class, and you know you never think the day is going to come that your children are going to ask you the question. Were you a virgin when you got married? You just don't even think about it when you're 23 or 20, 18 years old, whatever. But I'm taking her to cheerleading practice, and all of a sudden she just says, Mom, were you a virgin when you got married? Wow. Hello. Hello. And it was at that point where I have to make the decision, no, I I was not a virgin and I regret that, Mackenzie, right. for a thousand different reasons. Yeah. Probably mostly because I have to tell you mm-hmm. to do something different than what I chose to do myself. Right. Right. But it was also an opportunity of integrity where I could say to her, you know, I did fail in that mm-hmm. area, mm-hmm. but I desire more for you, Mackenzie. And yeah. let me tell you why I desire more and, for you. And what redemption. Yes. I mean, what redemption that because of your authenticity... And, you know, kids learn so well from our, our mistakes. Yes, you know, our children do. would learn so much from us if we would get out of our denial, get out of our shame, right. be willing to be real, you know, to a degree. I mean, you don't need all the details. Right. You have to be sort of responsible with the truth, right? Absolutely. And discreet Absolutely. and things like that. Yes. But, you know, as a result, you know, Mackenzie is, according to the research, so much less likely to make those same mistakes that we made yeah. because you were real. Yeah. Good for you. Well, and I haven't done that all right. I wish right. I had done it all right. Well, we all I'm, know you're perfect. Too, I, so come on. No, <laughs> but I'm learning. That was a baby step yeah. in getting me closer to right. living an integrated, authentic yes. life. Right. And that God uses our sexual brokenness. I find it so fascinating that most of the stories in the New Testament were Jesus is is dealing with the issue of sexual brokenness. Mm-hmm. They're about women. Right. They're sexually broken women. I mean, right. think about that. Think yeah. of the reality of that. Why? Yeah. Because Jesus knows that there is a sexual um, that brokenness for women in the the area of sexual relationships mm-hmm. is so significant because it's an intimacy issue mm. usually for women right. than just a sexual issue. For right. most women, it it defines the core of who they are. It right. it's 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 their heart, it's their passion. Yeah. And and when they look at the brokenness of their choices and they never they've given their bodies, they've given their lives, they've given themselves away and they're left bankrupt. Right. And broken, and they right. say, "Now what, God?" Yeah, yeah. That's, That's the moment the Lord says, "My desire is that you will find intimacy with me, right. true intimacy." Right. See, religious thought says, Jason. Religious thought says, we pray for our healing. Mm-hmm. We want the healing. Right. We want the wholeness. You know, fix it Stop exactly. It. <laughs> that shows victory in Jesus. The faith right. is, you know, is the healing. But I mm-hmm. believe. Faith living, not religious living, but faith living is, yes, we pray for our healing. Yes, we pray for our deliverance. But in the process, the gift is mm-hmm. 
the intimacy that we receive in our suffering and our perseverance with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then if we are healed and, and if we find ultimate victory in mm-hmm. something, that's the frosting on it's the gravy. cake. Yeah. It's yeah, the intimacy. The, the goal is the intimacy. Exactly. And you know, that's the, the goal of our show and moving you forward. And, if we could just take a pause, you know, Tammy, along that lines, you know, we're we're having our first retreat, our first ministry retreat for our listeners and the folks in our ministry. And, you know, we want people to learn about relationships and intimacy and all that you can get, all that right. God has for you when you pursue those things, when you give up the pride and the, the lack of integrity and, and when you put yourself out there in a position to be known. Join us this May from the 18th through the 20th here in Colorado. We're going to be talking about relationships Mm -hmm. and joining together for the weekend. We're going to have great worship. We're going to have the staff of Healing for the Soul here helping us out, doing breakout groups. We'll have some uh, workshops on relationships, uh, some healing prayer time, some time where we just have some downtime, where we work on our relationship with ourselves and with with God. But uh, for more information, go to healingforthesoul.org. On the services tab, you can click retreat for the brochure and all the information. We'd love to have you with us. And, you know, Tammy, in talking about the uh, brokenness that, you know, you've experienced and so many listeners out there who are dealing with their own brokenness and the pride that ke- tends to keep oh, us so true. You know, stuck it's and whatnot. So true. What are some of the obstacles? You know, we've talked about a few of them. The lack of a safe culture in our church. And granted, you know, we're not here out here to bash the church. The culture is getting safer because of, you know, women like you, shows like the Blazing Grace show, people who are willing mm-hmm. to put their life out there. Like, you know, think about Stephen Arterburn, you know, and how real they are on New Life Live. Right. You know, what are some of the obstacles that prevent women that we haven't talked about so far from being real and putting their life in the light? Well, I think absolutely the number one issue for women and for men that we do not walk into the light is shame, Mm -hmm. is our fear of being judged. And we have been judged. We know our brokenness. Uh, We can spin it a thousand different ways to ourselves, but we know the reality of our addictions. We know the reality of our sin, our choices, and the sin done against us, the secrets of our lives. We know this. And so first and foremost, it's coming to terms with being authentic and willing to tell your story. I tell women, they, I, I hear this a lot from women. They say, well, I really want to, you know, get into ministry and I want to minister to people. And I always say, well, what has God brought you through? Mm-hmm. What is, what, what are the most broken places of your life that you have seen the sovereign grace and mercy? Is it divorce? Have you been through? Is it sexual abuse? Mm-hmm. Is it, uh, is it uh, a marriage that has failed or that you're long term dealing with? complicated situations? Is it a child that ended up going to prison that you prayed for all those years? What is the area of your life? That is the place you have to start to come clean. Right. That is a place. And when you start to tell your story, Mm -hmm. the impact is so profound on people. What would be the first step? What's one little step that the folks can take? 
Yeah. I think identifying the area of their life that okay. they've walked through, mm-hmm. that God has walked them through that process. Right. And, and it may still be in the process, but they've learned the faithfulness of God to walk them through. Okay. Meaning a very good friend of mine has a son in prison. Her son is still in prison, okay. but she's learning to come clean with the fact that she was the good Christian girl, did everything right, right. and her son still ended up doing drugs in prison. Well, now she's talking about that the reality of being a mother mm-hmm. to other other mothers who find themselves in the same position. Her credibility comes because of her brokenness, right. not in spite of it. It right. is because she's authentic. It is because she's willing to say... Whatever the reality of my life is, God is faithful. So with just about 30 seconds, once you've identified that, once you've made that choice that you're talking about to share your story and to speak your truth, how do you identify briefly a safe person to do that with? I think they'd come to you, to be honest really? with you. I okay. think as you start to share your story, you have to initiate. Okay. Because people don't initiate intimate, hard things. But sure. when you initiate the truth and the reality of your heart, right. that gives that person freedom to yeah. say, wow, right. that person might be safe. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, Tammy, thank you so much for oh, being here been with us the last couple of weeks. Bless you and what you it's, do. I love hey, your ministry. It's that. great. I appreciate that. It's listen, fabulous. go out and get a copy of Tammy's book, Confessions of a Good Christian Girl, The Secrets Women Keep and the Grace That Saves Them. If you're a woman out there, you need this. If you're a man, you need this to read for your wife. But listen, tune in next week. Thanks for uh, tuning in, and God bless you on your journey. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of The Blazing Grace Show. We trust today's broadcast helps bring you closer to God and to what God desires for your life. Blazing Grace is a listener-supported mission intended to help listeners around the world. Your support is vital in keeping that mission alive. We ask you to prayerfully consider sending a tax-deductible gift to Blazing Grace. It would be gratefully appreciated. You can send your monetary gift to Blazing Grace, P.O. Box 625. Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80962-2521. That's Blazing Grace, P.O. Box 62521, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80962-2521. Want to learn more about Blazing Grace? Find us on the internet at www.blazinggrace.org. That's www.blazinggrace.org forward slash radio HTM. On that page, you'll find a downloadable copy of this show, or you can visit oneplace.com under Ministries. Look for Blazing Grace Radio. If you want help resolving a sexual addiction, you can reach Jason Graves toll-free by dialing 877-590-SOUL. That's 877-590-7685. In addition to Jason Graves Counseling, Mike Chenung has a book out. Mike Chenung's book, The Road to Grace, Finding True Freedom from the Bondage of Sexual Addiction is available at www.roadtograce.com. The book guides those who struggle with sexual addiction to a place of finding the abundant life of Christ. There are also sections for wives and recovery for marriage. Desire for a specific subject to be covered on Blazing Grace? Tell Mike Janung what you want covered. You can email Mike at Mike, the symbol at blazinggrace.org. We look forward to sharing more blazing issues and grace-filled answers next time. Thanks once again for listening, and may God shine His grace upon you.